Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... We've got good news. The world is open again, and people like you, people of faith, are traveling to Catholic sites around the world. Want to travel with exceptional Catholic leaders this fall, next year, or in the future? Are you looking to see specific sites, celebrate traditional Latin Mass, or travel to destinations without vaccine requirements? We are here to help you deepen your faith on pilgrimage. Give us a call at 1-800-842-4842 or visit us online at selectinternationaltours.com. Select International Tours is your pilgrimage company, and we have the perfect Catholic trip for you. Are you looking to serve God and society? Consider putting your gifts to work as a lawyer. Ave Maria School of Law has been educating faith-filled lawyers for over 20 years. Ave Maria School of Law is committed to training lawyers to use law appropriately around the moral issues of our time. Visit AveMariaLaw.edu to learn more about integrating your faith with a law degree. When I was in training to become a spiritual mentor, the instructor told something to the class that has stuck with me through all of these years. She said, be aware that you minister at all times, wherever you go, even if you don't realize you're ministering. What did she mean by that? We'll talk about that in today's episode of Simply Holy, the podcast for people who want to live a joyful life in Christ. I'm Marge steinhake Fenland, and I'm really excited to have you here with me. I think this is, especially now, in our current times, when there is so much disruption in society and so many hurting people, I think this is a very, very important topic because it's not only those of us who have been trained professionally to become spiritual mentors, but it's for every single one of us because we are all called to be disciples of Christ. And as disciples of Christ, we're, we are chosen, we're chosen to spread the gospel. And as part of that spreading of the gospel, we're called to minister to others, to be Christ for others. So what did my instructor mean by that? What did she mean by your, you minister to people all the time, wherever you go, even when you don't realize it? Well, here's what it is. Spiritual mentoring, ministering to people, particularly. Ministering to people is not only for priests and nuns and spiritual directors and counselors. Okay, Ministering to others is for all of us. This is something we all not only can do, but I think we should do. And as I said, particularly in this time, in this time frame in our history, there are so many divisions. We have people literally fighting over Roe v. Wade, over, over grocery prices, over, I mean, it's, there's a lot of discord a lot of I don't need to give you the whole list, you know, within the in the politics, in the in the church, in daily life. There's just a lot of hardship. There's a lot of hurt and pain, and there are a lot of people who are in pain. We have hurting people all around us, and even if we don't realize that they're hurting, they're there, 
And we need to be aware that they're there, even if we don't immediately recognize them. You know, they're the grumpy, it's the grumpy person in the grocery store or the person who uh, is very uh, curt to you in the bank. It's the person who is very quiet at a gathering or at some kind of a uh, meeting of some sort, that, that, that very quiet person. But it's also the very talkative person. Here's what I mean by that. So, so the people who, and you know, every, every, it seems like every crowd has one. Every family seems to have one or, or most families, they're everywhere. They're, they're in your parish, they're in your office. It's, it's that person who, who is constantly, constantly talking, constantly wants to tell you their life story. You know, you ask one question, how are you doing today? And you end up hearing the entire life story of that person on and on and on and on. And in truth, it you might not feel like you have time for that person and you might want to just cut them off and go on your way. And, and that's very understandable. I get like that too sometimes, especially if I'm on my way somewhere and I really need to get going and I have this person in front of me who wants to relay their entire life story. Well, what's behind that is that this person, this person is hurting. This isn't really about the person, although there are some very narcissistic people in the world, some very self-centered people in the world who all they want to do is talk about themselves. But why? Why do they want, why do they want to? Why do they need to talk about themselves at length? Why do they need to tell you their whole story? Because something is lacking for them. Some kind of, they're, they're seeking attention. They're seeking a way to fill a need that hasn't been filled up to that point and may need to be filled again and again. They're, they're not understanding. They're not understanding that they have a precious identity and that identity is as a child of God. So, so they need to be, they feel this need to be recognized, to be loved. And what they really need is to know that they are a beloved child of God. And in order to help them know that, we need to give them some of our time as much as we can, our, our time, our attention. We, we need to help them to feel special even if it's in that brief moment. So let's let's go back to the person, the grumpy person in the grocery store. But you don't really have time, right? You're at the checkout, you're you're trying to move through, get your get your stuff and and get home or get wherever you need to do, keep, pick up the kids wherever you got to go. Uh, it's a brief encounter. But you have so much to give in that brief encounter. Because maybe it's eye contact. You know, instead of looking at your phone, Instead of only focusing on digging out your credit card or your cash, whatever it is, instead of just nodding and yeah, what a, you know, whatever. But no, no. But but give them give them some eye contact, give them some direct attention, attention, and show even if it's just for that brief moment that you really care. Wow, I'm I'm, I'm sorry that you're having a bad day, and I've done this a lot of times. It's sometimes they don't appreciate what at the moment what you're doing, but but I can guarantee you that it sinks in and they'll think about it later. 
you know, I'm really sorry you're having such a bad day. I hope the rest of your day goes better. And I mean it sincerely. I, I don't say it with any kind of sarcasm because that obviously that blows the whole thing. But but with with real sincerity, I hope the rest of your day goes better. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you're having a bad day. And and nearly always, nearly always it'll break the ice. Nearly always they'll you'll see the shoulders drop and they'll. They'll calm down a little bit. They may still be having a bad day, but they'll calm down a little bit and realize, hey, you know what? Wow, somebody recognizes that I'm having a bad day. And and they appreciate that. And even if you haven't mentioned God at all in that exchange, they sense his love because you're projecting the love of God. And I'll tell you, if if I get the chance, I will even tell the person, I'll pray for you. That's so important. They may rebuff it at first, but but really, to hear that, I'll pray for you. And then do it. Do it. On your way out, make sure you, you pray for that person. Even if it's just a, an Our Father, even if it's just one a one-liner, Lord, help that person, please. You know, it's, it's simple, 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 simple. It doesn't have to be big and extravagant. The grumpy person in, in the grocery store. What about that person who has to tell you their whole life story? That's a challenge because they just want to go on and on and on. And the longer you listen, the longer they're going to talk. You know, you know, I'm sure you've been in that situation. I have multiple times. Seems I get caught in those kinds of situations a lot. Well, you know, you can't stand there listening to their whole life story because you've got other things to do. I can't do it. Once in a while, I can spend some extended time, but usually I can't. So what do you do? What do you do? Well, the first thing I do is silently in my head, I pray to my guardian angel and I pray to the person's guardian angel. And I I ask guardian angels, help me figure out how to get out of this situation. Help me to figure out how to charitably end this conversation because I can't let it go on forever. So do something that will help, that will help us both realize that it's time to stop the conversation and, and move on with our lives. So that's the first thing, guardian angels. And and then I I let it be known to the person very, very calmly, very calmly and kindly, I'm really interested in what you have to say. And I wish I had more time right now to, to listen more to you and talk with you more, but I can't. I have this appointment I have to get to, or I have someone waiting for me, wherever the case may be. That, and, and generally, they, they get it. And, and you may have to repeat that to some people who are very, very forward. You may have to repeat it and, you know, I really got to go, but please, please, I will keep you in my heart and prayers. And guys, even you can do that. You know, it sounds like a woman thing because I'm a woman saying that that's what I do, but it's not. Guys, you can do it too. Hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep you in my heart and prayers, and, and I'm sorry we can't con- we continue this conversation, but I'm glad you opened up to me. I'm grateful for that, and, and I want you to remember that no matter what happens in your life, you're a child of God, and he loves you dearly. Be daring. Try it. Try it. Be daring enough to actually share the fact that that person is a beloved child of God and and that God loves them and cherishes them above all things. It'll change everything. It'll change everything. Trust me. And if it's someone that you, you 
encounter often, and I've got a few people in my life like that. It seems like every time I bump into them, or maybe it's someone that I'm uh, is somehow involved with in a, in a group or something like that. And so it, it's, it happens frequently. Do the same thing again and again. You know, and, and if you can, actually schedule time to maybe have coffee or or go out for a soft drink or, or a drink, you know, something with the person. If you can, and, and schedule a set amount of time. Hey, you know what? You want to get together for a couple of hours on Friday between 7 and 9. I've got that much time, and I'd love to just hear you out and talk with you and get to know you better. So it's a defined amount of time. So when it when you meet and it, it comes to the end of that time period, you've got a legitimate an understandable reason for ending the conversation. Hey, you know what? It's nine o'clock. I really got to go. I'm so glad we had this conversation. And again, reiterate that. I just want to remind you, you're a beloved child of God and everything rests in his hands. Everything about your life, everything about you rests in his hands. And he's going to see that everything comes out all right because he loves you. And I'll be praying for you and I'll be holding you in my heart as well. That's how that works. That is ministering to others. Even, even someone you pass who's got a frown on their face, if you can catch their eye, just smile. Just a simple smile. That's ministering to others. Because you're, you're, just, you're doing at least a tiny little something to brighten their day. Someone is smiling at them. And make sure it's sincere. Make sure people can tell when you're giving them a fake smile. They can tell. You can tell when someone's giving you a, a, a fake smile. So give them a genuine smile. And think to yourself, that's a child of God. And I want to project that through my eye contact and smile, even though we're passing each other in the hallway or whatever the case may be. You, you my friend, you are a beloved child of God. And you are called to share that love of God with other beloved children of God. It's a calling and it's a privilege and it's a joy. Trust me, because when you minister to others, you in turn are ministered to because that love of God that you are spreading to them comes back to you as well. Try it. Try it. Trust me. And, and write me about it. Send me an email and I would love to know of your experiences because I'm kind of an experienced collector. I love, I love to hear back from, from people who have read my books or listened to my podcast, watched my podcast. I, I love to hear back from you. So, hey, thanks for joining me today. I want to ask you, please, like this podcast, please. Subscribe to my channel. And then please go to my website, margefenelin.com. Find out there about all of my books, my other podcasts, videos. My blog is there. And you can also find out how to book me for your speaking engagement. I can do it virtually. I can do it in person. I would love to come and speak to your group, no matter how big nor small. MargeFenelon.com And please remember, God loves you. And he's called you to a very special, special task of ministering to others. God bless you, my friend.